0: Welcome to Energy Analyst Talk, a podcast from ESAI Energy. Welcome back to Energy Analyst Talk. With me today is Andrew Reed, ESAI Energy's LPG expert. So, Andrew, it seems there's never a dull moment in the LPG market. As the snow melts and the LPG market is moving into the stock building season, what developments are grabbing your attention?
1: Well, Jake, if you look at the LPG market as a whole, kind of that sum of propane and butane like we traditionally do, it's not that wild a market. But if you lift the hood and look beneath the surface at the different things going on in propane and butane, uh, things are pretty interesting.
0: So set the stage for us a bit. What were the main demand side developments after the onset of COVID-19?
1: Well, sure, that's where this uh, kind of uneven... Uh, market began to unfold. Uh, of course, you know you had a lot of demand shocks in LPG last year, given that you have demand for so many different purposes. You know, you look at the transport sector; you had the collapse and, and only partial recovery of transportation, and so uh, LPG use for autogas, and then uh, also. In the US, the significant amount of butane that refiners and blenders input into gasoline. Those were big decreases in demand right there. Uh, on the other hand, you had fairly stable demand in the residential commercial sector. And if you look at PetChem, while PetChem demand did fall, you actually did have growth of PDH use in 2020. So demand got pulled in a, in a few different directions.
0: What were the different impacts of these demand shocks on propane and butane?
1: Well, let's back up to the first comments I made about transportation. So if you look at autogas and uh, the refinery and blender inputs of butane into into the gasoline pool, you know, you're talking 20 percent of global butane demand right there. And so that collapse really was bearish for butane demand. Uh, Of course, these things had a much smaller impact on propane. Now, if we jump over the PetChem side of the ledger, what you had was, okay, PetChem demand overall fell, which negatively affected propane and butane, but you actually had growth of PDH demand. So in fact, you take total PetChem, including PDH, and you had growth of propane use, but again, a decrease in butane use. So you can see where I'm going with this. The bottom fell out from under butane use, but less so for propane. And now that winter's
0: over and we're well into 2021, what are the implications for the market going forward?
1: Well, I guess when, when we're going forward, uh, we always want to start with inventories, and if you look at the two fuels, you can see uh, evidence of the differences. So in the propane market, you know, U.S. and Canada propane stocks were at record highs a year ago. So uh, they have fallen year on year by more than 10 million barrels, but they're still not what I'd call low. They're kind of in the normal range if we look at, you know, the previous three years, 2017 through 2019, and what what were typical for inventories at this time of year. You know, that's in the U.S. and Canada. But if we look at the export markets, uh, especially say Japan, what you see is uh, stocks are actually quite tight. Japan really dug a hole in terms of burning through propane inventories as of this winter. So clearly they're going to have to import some extra propane and do some extra stock rebuilding. So we're not in a market of scarcity for propane, but we're not, nor are we in a market of excess. Now, butane on the other hand, we're still really in a market of excess. Uh, in the US and Canada, stocks are still abnormally high compared to the past several years, You know, pretty much in line with what we saw a year ago when, when stocks were at record highs in the US and Canada. And then if we look in the export markets, uh, unlike with propane, we really haven't seen any pressure on butane stocks. So definitely a more uh, bearish starting point in terms of stocks with, with the market going forward.
0: So will LPG demand continue to be uneven in 2021?
1: Uh, demand absolutely will be uneven again. And you know the first place to look is to Asia, which is where most of your growth is. And what we've already seen in the first quarter it's lots of propane demand. Uh, You have two things going on. China is launching new PDH units. They just imported a bunch of propane from the US to uh, stock up uh, on feedstock for those units. So we're gonna see some uh, increased propane demand in China for PDH. And then if you look nearby at the naphtha crackers in markets like Korea and Taiwan, uh, they haven't been cracking much uh, LPG lately, but the price relationship of LPG in naphtha is very encouraging so we do expect to see a jump in in their petchem intake and in those markets it's more than 80% propane so as the naphtha crackers switch feedstocks it's a heavily weighted towards propane and then if you look elsewhere you know India which is more of a residential use market and more balanced in terms of butane and propane use Uh, You know, demand's been struggling, and it probably will continue to struggle in 2021. So again, any strength in Asia is really weighted towards propane, and the traditional sources of growth for butane are much weaker than what we've seen historically. So lots of demand support from Asia, but weighted toward propane.
0: So where will we be six months from now?
1: Uh, Well, uh, given where we are now and and what takes place over the next six months, uh, you know, how much do stocks rebuild? Does that propane go into inventories or into pet camps? So what we could see is demand growth undermine the stock building in the propane market. So we might not get to scarcity, but, you know, more balance, uh, enough pressure for some, you know, tension in the market next winter. On the other hand, with butane, we're starting off oversupplied. I suspect we're going to remain oversupplied. In six months. And that gets interesting because you could have a growing tension between the butane and propane markets, which is a little usual. You know, we think of it as a one-product market, but it's really not. It's two different markets, and right now fundamentals are pulling them in different directions. Thanks, Andrew. Always a pleasure. We appreciate you joining us. Ah, uh, thank you, Jake.
0: Thank you for joining us on Energy Analyst Talk,
1: a podcast from ESAI Energy.